102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 533 and Led Zeppelin on Rock 102. It is foggy, and that is an understatement. Yeah, it's uh, coming down 91 this morning. Couldn't see six car lengths in front of you. 20 car lengths. You couldn't see 50 car lengths in front of you. I fell asleep at the wheel. I couldn't see in yeah. front of me anyway. But you woke up in time for the show. Good going. Yeah, well, something like a few pots of coffee can't cure. Uh, Paul Mercurio, who has uh, been on our show before, has got uh, a comedy show coming to uh, to Beverly uh, a week from today, and then he'll be at Mohegan Sun in June. We'll be talking to comedian Paul Mercurio later on this morning. Also, Brissetta Landaverde from Western Mass News, she was at the courthouse. She saw the sewage. We're going to talk to her about it. An eyewitness for sewage. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought we'd get to that point? This is nuts. Sure is. And we got a bunch of other stuff today, too. It's 534 with Back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and Aerosmith on Rock 102. Look out for the dense fog on your way in. It's going to be lingering this morning. Low uh, low 70s for the highs today. <laughs> low 70s. Am I reading that right? Yeah, I guess. Uh, mid, mid 50s for the highs tomorrow and Sunday. And the worst day of the weekend is tomorrow with some showers and thunderstorms. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So, from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. You remember when Amy Schumer's son was born? Nope. Well, I wasn't uh, I wasn't there at the delivery. You weren't giving her ice chips on the bed? I wasn't telling her to breathe. Well, she announced that his name was Gene Attell at the time. The middle name was meant to be an homage to comedian Dave Attell, but apparently... Uh, people pointed out immediately that Gene Attell sounds kind of like genital. Hmm. Uh, and to make matters worse, Gene's father's name is Chris Fisher, so the kid's name kind of sounded like genital Fisher. Okay. Or even worse, genital fissure. Could be which, wor- is, which is terrible. Could be worse things, I suppose. Did you ever have genital fissure? No. That sounds like something Amy Schumer would have, genital fissure. And she'd probably do a good 15 yeah. minutes on it. People were actually wondering if Amy used the naming of her baby as a way to make a crude sex joke. Well, it wasn't intentional, and eventually they renamed him Gene David, and Amy now admits that she messed up. In an interview with People, she talked about giving parenting advice to two friends who recently had kids, Jennifer Lawrence and Michael Sarah. Really? You'd be taking parenting advice from Amy Schumer? That'd be the last person I'd, uh, I would take advice from. But, uh, on the other hand, you know... Uh, David's probably a better choice. Yeah, I would think so. She told the she told the uh, Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Michael. She said, "It's about failing. It's like stand up. You mess up so bad, it couldn't go much worse." And that's what we named our son initially. Speaking about stand up, Steve, since you are a stand up comedian, what do you think about Amy Schumer's stand up act? I can't stand this woman. I, I don't. She's I don't not care. funny, and Good. she's crude, and she's like. Like, I don't know. I can watch Sarah Silverman do it all day yeah, long. right. But I, I can't watch Amy Schumer do it. There's something you. about her that just repulses me. I, I'm with you. Repulsed? Yeah. Those strong words. Yeah. It's, uh, you just well, looked those up? Yes. I was just Googling. That's why it took me so long to get them out of my mouth. And for a guy who does like yeah. blue humor, Steve, once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't still know. Don't like I, her. Yeah, I, I never found her uh, any... Steve doesn't go blue. He's a prop comic. Now, where's my water gun? I can't go on stage without my water gun. 
Hey, uh, Ed Sheeran is going to announce a mystery project next week. He said it's a bit of a curveball. Could this be a metal collaboration with Cradle of Filth? I don't know, is it? He was on this uh, New Zealand news program called The Project NZ uh, on Tuesday, and he said, I've got something that's a bit of more of a bit of a curveball. We've got the first thing of it dropping in 10 days. He doesn't expect it to be a massive hit in New Zealand, so that's why they're thinking it could be this collaboration that he's been hanging around this cradle of filth band. I you know, if so. Sheeran really wants to, you know, kind of turn things around, he should probably think about music that doesn't make you think you've that he could do better. What do you, like, you've released, yeah. like, you know, you know he can, you know he can write a song, you know the guy can sing, but like the last couple of years, every time he releases something, he's like, oh, come on, kid, this is the best you can do. <laughs> well, really? People like him for some reason, like like really get into him. I mean, I saw a live concert with him. He was he's very, it's very impressive what he can do because yeah. he does all the instruments himself. I was waiting for this band to come out on stage with him. It was all him. He recorded all the music beforehand. Is he like one of them uh, one man band things you'd see like at the Big E and no. the circus? No, there's no like monkey with cymbals clashing. Uh, Doesn't have like a head. like a bass drum on his back. No, yeah, he's no. got one of those just repeater machines where he can like lay down like a single chord and then have it repeat over and over again so it sounds like he's playing with a whole band i've seen it work yeah it's uh it's actually pretty impressive yeah. and he's he, i think he's at the point where he doesn't really care what he does if he wants to do this whole metal collaboration thing ed sheeran can do whatever the hell he puts his mind to how weird is this i'm almost at the point where i don't care where he does almost what are the odds you care very much what ed sheeran does yeah i don't know about that the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is not taking Dolly Parton's name off the nomination ballot. They respectfully argued against her claim about not being qualified while complimenting her incredible talent and humility. Oh, and they already mailed out about 1,200 ballots, so... They don't want to pull back. We don't have to, we have to reissue a new album cover because we screwed it up the first time. Well, they'd have to go through every ballot, scratch her name off. A lot of work. Well, that's the whole thing about the ballots is, uh, you know, uh, once they're printed. Ooh, fa! I'm not going to recall all these ballots just to get that name off. It's going to be like everybody in, uh, in in Florida looking for the dangling chads. Why did that just stop? I don't know. I didn't touch a thing. Man, this, uh, this Hollywood trash thing, uh, this is really not going the way I wanted it to go. Hey, uh, Justin Bieber's show at the Ball Arena, because, you know, he likes to go to the Ball Arena. <laughs> I bet he does. On Wednesday night in Denver, hit a snag when an electrical fire knocked out the power. Justin was singing yummy when everything blinked out, the sound system, stage, lights, lasers, and the large monitor behind him. This sounds like a really scary Justin Bieber nightmare. No kidding. After about 30 minutes, Justin got his sound back thanks to a generator and was able to continue, but without all the other bells and whistles, he told the crowd it was one of those things that couldn't be controlled, just like his wife Haley's recent health scare. You tied that into it? You, you, you reach back for whatever you can grab. I guess so. Well, I'm really glad we uh, did that with a dry, uh, like dry yeah. the, at the end. Yeah, that, that really that really brought segment. things down to a crawl. Kind of like an Amy Schumer uh, stand-up routine. No, I think that would be a hell of a lot worse, Dave. And that's uh, your Hollywood trash on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. It is 6 a.m. And the weather, dense fog this morning, low 70s today, mid-50s over the weekend, good chance of showers and maybe some thunderstorms tomorrow. The weather brought to you by Jay Smeagol Roofing. Visit jsmeagolroofing.com. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with basketball, of course. In the NCAA tournament, UConn 
lost to New Mexico State 70-63. Providence beat San Diego State 66-57 to advance. And the big upset yesterday, number 15 seed St. Peter's. They have about 2,000 students. They beat Kentucky, which has about 30,000-plus, knocking Kentucky out of the tournament with an 85-79 win. Today's games include Ohio State against Loyola with that none at 12-15 and Yale against Purdue at 2 o'clock. In the NBA, the Celtics are at Sacramento tonight at 10. In hockey, UMass into the Hockey East semis against UMass Lowell tonight at TD Garden. And the Bruins are at Winnipeg at 8 o'clock tonight. You can hear that NHL game on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In the AHL, Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Lehigh Valley tonight and Saturday night at the Mass Mutual Center. Baseball, Red Sox off on the right foot. They beat the Twins 14-1. to Bobby Dalbeck homering his first at-bat of the spring for the Sox. In golf, a four-way tie at the PGA's Valspar Championship. David Lipsky, Sam Burns, Adam Hadwin, and Johnny Vegas all shooting... Seven under to lead after the first round. And in the NFL, wide receiver Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers' favorite target, traded from Green Bay to Las Vegas for draft picks. And quarterback Baker Mayfield has requested a trade out of Cleveland while the Browns reportedly are seeking, quote, an adult at quarterback in Cleveland, otherwise known as someone more focused on touchdowns as opposed to progressive commercials. Can you change the Wi-Fi password? Oh, yeah, I did. It's zero out slot, 95, H. Wood Duffy, Texas Smash Post. Lowercase Texas Smash Post. That's it for your 102 second sports. Coming up next in his view from the couch, backs on his brackets, and maybe yours as well on Rock 102. And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? So, how was your day yesterday? Me? My day was looking pretty good until someone forgot to tell a few teams how to play basketball yesterday in the opening round of the men's NCAA college basketball tournament. How'd I do in my brackets? Well, let's just say my brackets were completely destroyed by 4.30 yesterday afternoon. Not just destroyed, but completely invalidated, prompting me to finally walk away from it. So where did things go so wrong? Well, as you can imagine, I don't have to go much further than the way nine, number nine-seeded Marquette Golden Eagles folded like a cheap suit against number eight North Carolina, losing by 32 points. 32! The intramural boys basketball team at Kylie Middle School could have buried Marquette yesterday as they somehow forgot that the primary objective in these situations is to score points, preferably more than the other guys. But that wasn't the only problem with my brackets. I'm still trying to figure out how John Calipari in Kentucky lost to St. Peter, how Iowa lost to Richmond, how UConn lost to New Mexico State. Those things aren't supposed to happen. Hopefully, yeah, today will turn out to be a little bit better because I got Ohio State, Auburn, Texas Tech, Purdue, Villanova, Miami, Alabama, Texas, Illinois, Duke, LSU, Arizona, Houston, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and Seton Hall beating Loyola, Jacksonville State, Montana State, Yale, Delaware, USC, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, Chattanooga, Cal State, Fordham, Iowa State, Wright State, UAB, Davidson, Colgate, and Texas Christian all losing. But of course, I'm going to get wiped out of this one too. The good news is that I know there are other, there's another 45 million people out there that screwed up their brackets as well. And according to ESPN, I am currently in 3.9 millionth place. So there's a lot of room in either direction on this thing. 
Hopefully today will turn out to be a little bit more reasonable, although I have absolutely no reason to think that it will, which is why I have to rely on my keen sense of blind optimism and a renewed power of denial. But hey, it's a my yapping sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. The New York Times tested all kinds of gas grills, and they say that the Weber Genesis grills are the best. And you know what? Weber Genesis grills on sale all month at Rocky's. Get a good deal now and get grilling by summer with your new Weber grill from Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's just about 6-11 and the cars on Rock 102. Got dense fogs this morning, uh, low 70s for the highs today, mid-50s for tomorrow and Sunday, 90% chance of showers and probably some thunderstorms tomorrow as well. Uh, I'm tied for 14th in the bracket of the office. How about that? Not too bad. How many people... uh Put in for it. 14. Well, there you go. <laughs> Perfect. You're, no, you, the six, 15. You can I'm only, tied for 14. You can only go up. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I guess. Maybe. We have uh, what would normally be an illegal office poll going on here in the uh, here at the station. But we didn't put any money into it, so there's no there's nothing illegal about it. No. But no, we you, can win money that the company is putting up. Yeah, but Are that's we supposed not, to say that or not? That's not illegal. No. That's like an employee incentive gotcha. thing. Yeah, if, versus if they okay. were saying, hey, you need to kick in 50 bucks, then we'd we'd nail these bastards to the wall. I'll right. tell you that. Like when we did the Super Bowl Squares competition for no cost. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Remember that? Anyway, uh, so I forgot to, I, I when I did my brackets, I didn't put them into uh, our group. Yeah, I put them into accidentally put them into last year's group. <laughs> so, uh, so last year I'm competing against uh, like only like two other people who I think made the same mistake, and uh, so my numbers put me locked in a, a three. Well, it would now be a four way tie for fourth place. So while my brackets were a disaster. Mm-hmm. They could have been a hell of a lot worse. Well, not as big a disaster as mine. I have zero points, and I'm going to get zero points because apparently I did something wrong in the process <laughs> between making my picks and hitting save. Uh, I think we got uh, the, the I don't uh, Sarah who's uh, who works in HR mm-hmm. uh, has 120 points. Yes, I, I don't know how she has done that, but uh, she's got 120 she points. Probably. Uh was able to cheat somehow. I don't think you can cheat on this. Maybe she had insider information. How do you know? I don't How do you kn- know who she knows? Have you talked to her? Do you really know her? Have you ever had a conversation? Maybe she has a inside collegiate knowledge. Of- she might, but I don't I don't know how you would apply that if you have to pick in advance. Hotline to Coach K. Win. Yeah, but so uh so she had 120, I had 110 and uh 77% uh I got right 77%. 3.9 millionth place overall on the uh, ESPN uh, tournament challenge. To me, you can go either way on that one. But today is a whole new set of games, a whole new set of 16 games, of which I'm going to, uh, I'm sure, eat it again like I did yesterday with that Marquette uh, abomination yes. that was on television yesterday afternoon. By the way, we have Rock 102's bracket brawl going on on the website. Oh, yeah. And I think it's separate picks or something like that. I don't know how it works. But in any case, for that, Bax, you lead the staff that made picks. For that one? With 11 correct. I'm tied with Pat Kelly for second with 10. (laughs) Steve's right on our heels with 9. Oh. And then among the listeners of Rock 102, 14. 
So these guys only missed two picks out of 16. Bill Prunier, Mike Bolella, Stephen Wood, Christopher Landry, Chris Cole, and Ted Nemick. Oh, those are all uh, Bax's good time buddies. Well, that Steve, went down at the fort. You mentioned Steve Wood? Mm-hmm. Well, Steve Wood used to play softball with us years oh, ago. There you go. There, there you have it. Well, look at that. Nothing wrong with that. He's, Looks like his uh, avatar is a picture of Miami Dolphins running back Mercury Morris. That sounds about right. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe I'm not going to win the million dollars now. Does that mean that nobody's going to win the million dollars? Yeah, you have to have everything to be exact, Correct. all the way to the very end. All right, but what I'm saying is, like, no one has got it. No one's perfect no, after one no. day. No, those guys I mentioned missed two of the picks. All right, so that the uh, the million dollars is off the table. Correct. Which, you know what? It's fine because you know what the odds are of actually getting a perfect set of brackets. It's one in nine point two quintillion. Mm-hmm. Like it's not designed to. To ever be perfect. Yeah, we got a better chance of getting hit by an asteroid, probably. Anytime it's happened, it's mm-hmm. done totally by accident. Mm-hmm. And I think last year or the year before, or, or well, I mean, the year before, they they uh, they didn't even do it, right? Or did they do it in the bubble? Was it two years ago? I can't even remember. I think you're right. Anyway, uh, there was like, a, like an elderly woman mm-hmm. that did her brackets, and she had perfect brackets. So, I mean, you would have to, if you submitted brackets, you'd be submitting brackets for like a thousand years before you get even close to one and 9.2 quintillion. Hey, and for an elderly woman to have perfect brackets, that's impressive. At her age? I'm just saying. What about the- <laughs> things sag at that the, age, you The know? elderly woman behind the counter. Mm-hmm. Was she alone? Laceless? <laughs> Breakfast table, otherwise we don't hear. You do channel in your Eddie Vedder. I know. How about that? So, uh, well, that's uh, that's good to know that uh, you know that uh, I did a little better than uh, than than you guys and some, and not so well, much. In so others. far, so good. Just day one. Lot, I know a lot can happen. Uh, but I I did uh, I did receive a number of uh, messages from uh, from people uh, reminding me that I. Paid for a Marquette education, only to see my team get smoked by 32 points. Yeah, I thought about you yesterday while watching that game, and it was over essentially halfway through the first half. That game was done. That was my bracket win, just as Marquette was out. That was like, yep, okay, Marquette's out. I've won the tournament, whether I'm going to win any money or not. Yeah, there were, there were plenty of people who said, hey, didn't Steve say he was going to mercilessly mock you yeah, because of, yeah. if Marquette were to lose in a blowout? Well, you and were... I chose not to respond to that kind of Ignorant questioning. You were so confident about it. Yes, and the coach of Marquette, Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart. Apparently not Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart. Not, not so much. Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart. Well, uh, but you know that's it's his first to, it's his first season. They were uh, with Marquette. With Marquette, it, they were in the, hit the top twenty five mm-hmm. a couple of times. They beat ranked teams left and right. Yep. You, there's no reason to think that they couldn't have beaten North Carolina. I, I, but yet, uh, yeah, nope, not even close. Thirty two points. Mm-hmm. Good thing so, I'm not putting money down in this. Sorry. A lot of money is uh, being uh, bet this year Yeah, on uh, on the tournament because, you know, sports gambling is uh, largely legal in many states around the country. Illegal at Bushwood still, by the way. Yeah, well, we don't uh, – <laughs> you, sir, are not welcome at Bushwood. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it, like an extraordinary – like in the billions mm-hmm. being bet on, on the tournament. Yeah. I don't know where these people are coming up with their money. I got uh, I got a million other things to pay for besides you know, losing my shirt on this thing. Thank goodness our uh, largely illegal office pool isn't uh, costing us anything. Correct. I remember going out to uh, to Vegas and then, like seeing one of those sports book things for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd never seen like an operation like that. There was so many different things you could bet on, 
And this was just at the one, it was like one small casino, but yep. they had all these TVs up. They had all these games on. It was, you know, the middle of August, so uh, there was a lot of baseball going on. But you could, like, how many pitches is it going to take before they pull this pitcher mm-hmm. out? You, you could do, like, all different kinds of ways. It was almost too confusing to do. You Like, you really got to know what you're betting on when you do that. The, uh, the funny part about it is uh, I was going to look up the NCAA prop bets. But uh, you know we are not we don't have access to gambling sites here at uh, at Rock One Hundred Two, mm-hmm. so I can't even give you that. But you know they you, they bet on you know points per games, rebounds, uh, you know assists, yeah. that kind of stuff, and uh, and then the stupid stuff also, which I don't. Uh, if I had a list, I could tell you what they are. It's all stupid to me. It's all stupid. It's well, like all ridiculous. If, uh, like a Marquette cheerleader falls over face first in the uh, into the court. It's happened. Yeah, it's happened. Could you bet on that? Probably. Uh, you know, maybe amongst the uh, your your <laughs> the other kids in your dorm floor, maybe you maybe you could do that. Anyway, it's uh, six nineteen with back Stephen Dave and Rock one hundred two. There are one hundred two with my favorite Tom Petty song. I'm back, Stephen Dave. Good morning. Uh, I know it's not uh, you know free falling, Steve, but well, he didn't. He well, didn't that's like right. Him. I don't like free falling, and I'm glad it wasn't free falling. Uh, but by the way, I love the line: "You be the girl at the high school dance; I'll be the boy in the corduroy pants." I I had corduroy pants when we I was all like corduroy pants. Yeah. You got corduroy pants; you still wear them, don't you, Steve? Now I really hate that song. <laughs> God, <laughs> does anybody have corduroy? Can you find them anywhere anymore? I've sure, never, sure, really? uh, absolutely. Kids wear them. Yeah, yeah. Do there's they? kids; they still sell them at the huh. like the kids stores. I've never seen them anywhere, at now, least for if, adults. I don't if you're know. asking me. Uh, where could you find tough skins? Mm-hmm. Well, then I can't give you an answer. But <laughs> wait, a minute. Tough, okay, I remember those. Yeah, remember yeah. tough skins, oh, yeah. right? Oh yeah, I had all the colors. I had blue. <laughs> I had green. I had red. I had brown. I even had brown ones. Mm-hmm. And they started off that way. Really? Yes. <laughs> they didn't turn brown on St. Patrick's Day. No, they did not. Uh-huh. Not at my age. Mm-hmm. Uh, weather today, by the way, dense fog this morning. So look out for that on your way in. And now it's time for today I learned even This bit's starting to sound like you need like a 12-step program. Well, I, I'm already on step nine. <laughs> Be bopping all over town, step nine and all over the place. You can stop there. Just skip right to 12. Sure. We'll, we'll cut you to slack. Uh, today I learned, on average, half of all service dogs fail their training. Due to this poor rate, South Korea experimented with cloning service dogs that had already passed their training. The resulting clones <laughs> passed at rates much higher than the average. You know what they did with the other dogs? No. <laughs> they ate them. No, he did not. Don't say that. No, oh, just come saying. on. You, you, that's, that, that's for comfort animals. Well, what, what would you? Yeah, what would you do with the dog that could? He failed at training. What are you going to do with it? Well, actually, I believe there's an organization in the Springfield area that uh, will actually Each dogs. No, but oh. they'll do is they'll for the uh, for those who fail the training yes. that you can adopt them and they make great pets. Yeah, like they're trained, but you know not real well. But they're, they're kind of dumb. Yeah, these like the. Uh, the C-level uh, students but lovable, in the class. Like you said, there's a whole documentary about that, by the way, about the tra- service dogs and how some of them don't make the cut, but they're still very useful and lovable. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, they're not... Oh, you know, they're like Steve Nagel dogs. Yeah. They're not quite good enough to be the best, yeah. but... Well, yeah, they're animals that never fully reach their potential, very much like you. Yeah. 
much licking my lifting my leg and licking myself on the couch. <laughs> That's what my favorite pastime God, is. We don't need to see that. And that is today. <laughs> Coming up next in the news, Vladimir Putin's Botox supply has been cut off. Stay with us. Pioneer Valley Arms. 6.30. We're back, Stephen Dave, and Rock 102. It's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, Russia's bombing of Ukraine continues, and in response, the House here voting overwhelmingly yesterday to suspend normal trade relations with Russia and Belarus. And President Biden trying to enact higher tariffs on more products and further weaken the Russian economy. Now, we already were were warned about this by Vladimir Putin, right? I mean, he said, don't do this or else there may be further measures against the West. But we're doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how are you going to pay for it, Vlad? Mm. The U.S. has already taken steps to shut off the importation of Russian oil, liquefied natural gas, seafood, alcohol and diamonds. And the vote. Yesterday, setting the stage for making it more expensive to import steel, aluminum, plywood, and other goods from Russia. Uh, what about that uh, What about that theater he blew up with all those kids inside of it? Oh, my God. Is that part of the humanitarian corridor no, that he I don't, set up or not? I don't, I don't think this, so. Uh, this is just, it's disgusting at this point. You know, when, you, when you're targeting civilians mm-hmm. you know it's not acts acts of war you, you you target military operations you right. know sometimes civilians do get killed in those because right. they're just part of the background yes but when you're physically and purposely targeting you know neighborhoods and hospitals and you know things that are labeled hey there's children taking shelter in here yeah, somebody needs to put a stop to this. That's not collateral damage. That no, is right. direct yeah. well, strike. That, yeah. There's a certain level of collateral damage in any military strike. Mm-hmm. Sure. I mean, we've seen that. We know that to be true. And I don't. And again, it's hard to be sure what's propaganda and what's not. They have propaganda. We have propaganda. It's just you know what we do as human beings. But nevertheless, it just seems like every hit is against civilians. Like seems the collateral like damage is happening. At a, a, a daily clip, and you just have to wonder, well, what's the end game here? I mean, he doesn't want he doesn't want uh, the Ukraine and NATO to be involved with each other. I mean, there's all kinds of different you know, scenarios that he is trying to uh, you know swat down, but at the expense of civilians. I mean, that's that's. I mean, we haven't seen something like this in a long, long time. Well, and he just in his own mind, I suppose, gets more powerful with every day that he is allowed to do this. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but he faces, apparently, a shortage in Botox. He's famous for his reliance on it. Yes, Putin uses Botox, at least according to the rumors, and it looks like he's been cut off from the popular wrinkle treatment, thanks to some of the sanctions I was mentioning just a moment ago. So is he going to start to raisin? Could. U.S. drug maker AbbVie which owns the cosmetic medicine Botox, announcing it is halting operations inside Russia as a result of Putin's invasion of Ukraine. The company joining a growing list of pharmaceutical businesses cutting off supplies to Russia. going to be a lot of wrinkly Russians out there. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of suggestions where you can place the needles, though. Vladimir. 
You know what I'm what saying? You, no. What are you suggesting? Well, uh, I wouldn't mind uh, give, supplying him with the Botox as long as I uh, got to choose how to administer it. Okay. Oh, I see what yeah. you're doing. Yeah. yeah. You're, kind of, see? You're, you're kind of taking your anger and spite out on this, this situation. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. There's different ways. There's different places you can put that Botox. I suppose that's true. Mm-hmm. Big business yesterday for local bars and liquor stores here in Western Mass and in Connecticut because of St. Patrick's Day. According to a survey from WalletHub, numbers showing a more than 170% increase in beer sales on St. Patrick's Day. There were also Irish flag raisings in Springfield, Chicopee, and other communities. And the Holyoke Parade beginning this Sunday at 11.10 a.m., Right at the former Kmart Plaza on Northampton Street. I've got the entire route here in case anyone is interested. It's the same route it's been for the last 80 years. I was going to say that. Why do they even bother printing that? Because people still don't know which streets are closed when they're trying to get around the city of Holyoke. Hey, here's an idea. When you go into downtown Holyoke, look for where the people are. You'll probably find what you need. I'm I'm just like sort of figuring out the layout of Holyoke. I always get misdirected when I'm there. You know, like uh, where, like, like what location, uh, in what direction sure. things are. So uh, now I'm starting to learn it. See, I know all the important places. You know, mm-hmm. where was Pal Joey's? Yeah. You know, where was the Kmart Plaza? <laughs> where was the Sandcastle? Where was the Sandcastle? And uh, how do I get to the mall? Yeah, well, I mean, now that they don't have that those bars there in that plaza anymore, what do those poor cops and firefighters do before the parade? There's there's other bars to go to in Holyoke. There's quite a few of them. Tailgate bars. That's it. By the way, I tried to uh, recreate your uh, your uh, corned beef from yesterday. Oh, yeah. Didn't quite hit it. Really? You tried? Did, did I did. You? I did because I thought it was so outstanding, and it was. And uh, I had to go to like a couple places to find Guinness yesterday. Wow. Like People were like, because it, it's well, St. Patrick's, uh, Patrick's Day, Day. Mm-hmm. you know, Guinness is off the shelves. I had so, to go to like a, like two different liquor stores to find it, and there wasn't much left. Yeah, I had to have the guy, because I, I was only buying two. I wasn't going to buy I don't. I don't have a need for a whole six or twelve pack. I just needed the two bottles. Right. So usually, if you ask them at the package store, they'll help you and they'll say, "Okay, I can sell you, you know, singles." See, you I know. got a convenient four pack, but with it, I went to the Tudor House here in uh, East Lamedo. Mm-hmm. I got uh, the convenient four pack, and with it, they gave me a free glass. I got a free. I got a free dirty dish now in the house. Look at you. Yeah, <laughs> man. Free glasses. I mean, I come out complaining. I mean, yeah. You know, ultimately, I like the corned beef. I'm not sure uh, my wife liked it as much as I did, but hey, she doesn't like Guinness. I love the stuff, and so it was uh, delicious. Well, what went wrong with converting I, I Steve's? Don't, I don't think recipe. I added as much tender care and love as Steve did. Did you have the same device that Steve used? I did. I had an instant pot. Okay, yeah. and, it, and it worked great. All right, but it just didn't. I don't know. Yours tasted uh, richer. I don't know what it what, was. Did you use the, uh, the the Worcestershire sauce and the soy sauce that I told you ah, to? I did. Did you I put did. the garlic okay. cloves in there? I did. And the onions? I did. See, I don't know. Maybe I it's don't just, know. Maybe it's just a. Uh, maybe it's the elevation change. <laughs> From <laughs> here right. to Hamden. That's you know. it. The, the, the particular cut of beef, the the particular brisket that no, you purchased, no, because I, I got the flat cut too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, speaking of food, we did get a nice delivery from the Black Sheep yesterday up in Amherst. Some deli food, some corned beef sandwiches, and some other goodies. And we want to thank the folks from the Black Sheep for stopping by and yeah. bringing us some goodies. That was really nice. You guys can do that anytime. Yeah, along with the note, happy St. Patrick's Day. Good luck. Back, Steve and Dave. Love your show.
Can we get uh, leftovers, the corned beef leftovers for the day? That's the best part. I think yeah. it's gone. I think, uh, I mean. The, no, the, I mean, can they bring more? Oh, I see yeah. what you mean, yeah. Leftovers at the restaurant. Well, sure, sure. You know what I used to make? Actually, someone said we should probably do this as a bit more often, more food porn. Because people like obsessed about yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know what I used to do? Honest to goodness, this was delicious. I used to make uh, little Reuben rolls. So you take like a like a wonton Ooh. skin, like Reuben, a wa- Reuben Kincaid rolls. Exactly. Yeah. You take like one of them uh, wonton skins. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they're coming in like uh, convenience squares, mm-hmm. and then you take your corned beef, and then you a little bit of uh, sauerkraut, and uh, and then you you put it in the uh, the the thing, and then you roll it up, mm-hmm. and you, you you seal it so nothing leaks out, and then you deep fry it. It's like a it's like a, a Reuben egg roll. Delicious. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. you and you dip it. In uh, Thousand Island dressing, fantastic stuff. Uh, I'd yeah. like to congratulate Steve, by the way, for a reference from 1968 with the uh, Reuben Kincaid from. Well, I uh, told you I have to gear my material towards you, uh, old biddies out here. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was well appreciated. Thank you very much for that. Uh, the Springfield it's Police Boy Wonder in the Codger Show. Let's go. <laughs> which one is which? By the Both way, I think we're the Codgers. You. You're the Codgers. <laughs> And your boy Wonder? Yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, that's Steve. That's right. Okay. Well, he hasn't received his first. <laughs> he hasn't received his first colonoscopy yet, so he's really not yeah, quite on the. We're waiting for that. Not happen. on the plan yet. And are, we, are you wearing your boy Wonder uh, utility belt as well? Or oh yeah. All oh, right. Yeah. The Springfield Police Department uh, already ramping up efforts to get those illegal dirt bikes off city roads. You know, we're going to have low seventies today, so it's a problem and. Apparently, that's where their focus is with the spring-like weather settling in. Well, you're not going to let them catch, you know. Not going to let them catch the dirt bike rider. See, he's doing it again. He's referencing a 45-year-old song. Yeah. Almond Brothers, yeah, I got it. it. Yes. Nicely played. A 45-year-old song we play 18 times a day. Here sure, why not? It's a classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a Holyoke woman is dead after being hit by a car. While walking her dog Tuesday night, accident happened in the area of West Franklin and Beach Streets. Apparently, uh, Nancy McDaniel, 67, walking her dog Henry, taken to Bay State Medical Center. While her son took Henry, the dog, to the vet to make sure Henry was okay. And unfortunately, the woman passed away. That's awful. It's a terrible story. Yeah. She was pronounced dead at uh, 131. And I think the dog is doing okay. Was there uh, was there any uh, reason uh, that they gave? Was you know driver impairment or was it was she uh, crossing the street or something? Driver, it, it cooperate. None of those details available mm-hmm. at WesternMassNews.com. Yeah, our condolences to her family. That's yeah. awful. Well, mm-hmm. you got. I mean, you're getting to that time of year now where people are out. More people are going to be out walking. And there's a lot of people who are looking at their phones when they're driving along. I'm not saying that that's what happened in this case, but you got to be careful because you take your eyes off the road for a minute. You know, you hit a deer for God's sakes. You know, you almost hit one the other morning, yeah, right? But, but I wasn't looking at my phone. No, but I'm yeah, saying if right. you were, if you if you had been, oh yeah, you I would have smacked right into that. Thing. I would have cracked that thing's uh, mm-hmm. pelvis in half. I almost yeah. hit a human in the streets of Northampton the other night when I was up there. I mentioned going to dinner with my friends and you know crossed right in front of the car. Thank God I was going at a low rate of speed, and but I had, hardly saw her. And oh, you know, he's. Getting, he's learning Northampton yeah, now. That's it. Now yeah. you see, that's now. Were, was there a crosswalk? Yes. Okay. Yes. See, here's the thing, Dave. When you're in Northampton, 
drivers don't matter. Yeah. Like you you like the walkers have the right of way everywhere. Seem that way. Yeah. yeah. Like you've got to yeah. stop if someone's in the uh, the crosswalk. I get it. In I get it. In but- order to live up in that city, you have to have a sense of arrogance about yourself like this is the crosswalk. No other thing can cross in front of it while I am in it. They should change the name in Northampton to North Karen because it's, it's loaded with that. Yes. Well, as long as we're talking about vehicles, I have here a list of vehicles whose drivers have the most DUIs. Insurify has mm-hmm. done the research to determine yeah. these stats. And without further ado, the disgraceful 10, the vehicles whose drivers have the most DUIs. Number 10. Survey said. The Ford Contour. Number nine, said. the Dodge Dakota. <laughs> this is good. Number eight, the GMC Sierra. I know folks are on the edge of their seats right now. Yeah, right. Number seven, said. Chevy Silverado. <laughs> Number six, said. Toyota Tacoma. Number five, said. GMC. Ooh, you threw me a curveball. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did, yeah. Is the GMC Sonoma at number five. At number four, said. Ooh. <laughs> The Audi A4 and the top three or bottom three most disgraceful. At number three, the Chevy S Series trucks. Okay. Number two, the Subaru WRX. And the number one vehicle whose drivers have the most DUIs. Dodge Ram 2500. Do, do you got do anyone? I, I heard none of those cars. <laughs> I was just focused on Richard Dawson here. All right, I, I don't own any of those vehicles. <laughs> I think we've no, nor do I, yeah. and I don't think Bax does either. No, I don't. And he was paying attention. At I least. was. I don't know if I was paying attention to. I don't know what side of the street I was paying attention to here. <laughs> Be careful while you're driving this morning, folks. Dense fog, low seventies for the highs today, mid fifties. For the highs tomorrow and Sunday, some showers and thunderstorms are likely for tomorrow. That's it for your news. And what do we have coming up next? Is it? Uh, said I have spoken next. Uh, yes, I have. Uh, I've got some things to get off my chest. All right, coming up on Rock 102. GG Inks Fields Classic Rock at 6:51 and the Who with back Stephen Dave and Rock 102. It's like pea soup out there, by the way. I was looking out the windows a moment ago, and there is an official dense fog advisory that has been issued by the National Weather Service, affecting it says Long Island Sound, New York Harbor, Peconic, and Gardner's Bays. <laughs> And, oh, right down the street. Yeah, and Shinnecock Bay as well. But it's here because you can see it outside of our windows and probably where you are right now. I've sold uh, I've sold monorails to Brockway, Ogdenville. <laughs> <laughs> there was another one. And by Shel- golly, Shelbyville. Shelbyville. And by golly, you put them on the map. Uh, by the way, that advisory is in effect till 11 a.m. this morning, so be careful out there. Okay. All right, listen, we have a, uh, another feature that uh, we've been doing once a week, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a lot of problems. <laughs> Want to get them off my chest. All right. All right? Mm-hmm. So another edition of I Have Spoken. Next month, the Marquette University Alumni Association will be holding its annual alumni awards ceremony to celebrate the many outstanding achievements of its former graduates. Earlier this week, I received an email asking me if I would like to attend the award ceremony. Not because I'm up for an award, but because I have not yet reached a satisfactory level of financial contribution over the last 12 months, and this would be one way to settle the score. Will I be attending this year's award ceremony? Well, let's take a look at who will be honored at this year's event. As I was sifting through the brightly colored materials that I received in the mail, I realized 
I didn't know any of these people. Hmm. Their names were not only not familiar, their achievements suggested that large sums of money have been donated to ensure their nominations because, frankly, their qualifications seem dubious at best. I don't particularly care for the alumni shakedown. Recently, I received a different brightly colored and very expensively printed letter from the Marquette Alumni Association informing me that if I were to donate a minimum of $350, I would be entitled to receive one pair of Marquette University socks. Wow. I swear to you, this is totally true. And to whet my appetite for such an enticement, I could choose between different styles. <laughs> if I didn't like one of them, I could choose a different pair that might be more to my liking. All I would need to do would be to specify the style and size and send along a $350 check, at which point my official Marquette University alumni socks would arrive in just four to six weeks, which is totally worth the wait for a nice pair of socks. Folks, this is an institution that charges students $62,000 a year to attend, and for that costly expense, a Marquette University education has entitled me to a $350 pair of socks. Socks that I could use on my feet, that I would be kicking myself if somehow I were nominated for an Alumni Achievement Award that I did not pay for. Sadly, they do not hand out these awards to the casual contributor. And by casual, I mean that during the last fiscal year, my donations have reached a grand total of $34. You're not going to get a pair of socks for $34. $34 doesn't give you anything. And oddly enough, after not recognizing any of the people getting an award, it occurs to me that not only am I not contributing enough, but neither are my other tightwad Marquette friends, classmates who have achieved plenty of success, but without the acknowledgement that comes with an overpriced pair of socks. These are people who have hunted me down for the last 34 years, tracking me through various search engines, finding my addresses, sending me their intimidating letters, insisting that my contributions are somehow valuable, but not at the rate that I'm paying you. And yet they keep finding me. If Osama bin Laden had graduated from Marquette, they would have found him in no time at all, with or without socks. Yesterday afternoon, Marquette got blown out by the Carolina Tar Heels in the opening round of the NCAA tournament. At $62,000 a year, I'd like to think they could get within 30 points of the Tar Heels, but at $62,000 a year, they couldn't find an open basket if you placed it on the floor. <laughs> and while I fully expect the final score to affect this year's financial contributions, what I really need isn't a pair of $350 Marquette socks, but a 10-cent paper bag to wear over my freaking head out of embarrassment. This is Bax, and I have spoken. It's 6.56 and Rob. The following takes place between 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is just about 7 a.m. and the weather for today, dense fog lifting by about 11 this morning, highs in the low 70s today. For tomorrow, mid-50s for the highs with showers and thunderstorms coming in. The weather is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert on all water supply systems from the well through the pump and into the house. Here's your 102-second sports on Rock 102. Starting with, of course, basketball. What else? UConn losing to New Mexico State yesterday, 70-63, to so the Huskies are out. Providence, though, advancing. They beat San Diego State 66-57. to Also advancing yesterday, the Peacocks from St. Peter's, the number 15 seed with a student population of about 2,000. Beating up on number two seed Kentucky, which has an enrollment of 30,000 plus. St. Peter's 
over the Wildcats, 85-79 in that one. Also, Ohio State against Loyola today at 12-15. That's your first game on tap for today. Yale taking on Purdue at 2 o'clock this afternoon. In the NBA, the Celtics at Sacramento, 10 tonight. Hockey, the Springfield Thunderbirds hosting Lehigh Valley tonight and Saturday at the Mass Mutual Center. And the Bruins are in Winnipeg. At 8 o'clock tonight, you can hear that one on our sister station, Laser 98.5. In baseball, the Red Sox over the Twins, 14-1 to in the spring training game. Bobby Dalbeck homering in his first at-bat. And in football, I know Bax is happy about this. Aaron Rodgers' favorite target, gone from the Green Bay Packers. <sighs> Devontae Adams, the wide receiver, was traded from Green Bay to Las Vegas for draft picks. What do you think Aaron Rodgers thinks about this, Bax? I'm sure he's not happy, but right. you know what? He's probably got 150 million reasons to move on. I think, or maybe he'll just use this opportunity to say, you know what? You took away my favorite receiver after I signed that contract. I retire. Maybe. That's it for your 102-second sports. Coming up next in Bax's view from the couch, he trains his sights on that new deal with ESPN signing Joe Buck and Troy Aikman next on Rock One. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, whenever I'm asked to provide my occupation and official documentation, I don't say that I'm a DJ or a disc jockey. Instead, I try to say that I am a regionally beloved Massachusetts Broadcast Hall of Famer. That is, of course, there's not enough room on the document to squeeze that all in, at which point I sleep and write down the word employee. Now, as a professional broadcaster, I am sometimes mystified at the broad scale that our industry operates. For me, I'm just a number, working for the man, trying to make ends meet. But on the other side of the spectrum, you have Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, who this week were both hired by ESPN to host Monday Night Football for the upcoming season. So while uh, that's a pretty uh, sweet gig for those two guys, hosting football broadcasts in prime time, you have to wonder what it must have taken for them to jump ship from being the number one team on Fox NFL coverage. Well, according to multiple sources, Joe Buck is said to have signed a five-year contract with ESPN worth $65 million or $13 million a year. Troy Aikman, on the other hand, is apparently signed a five-year deal that will pay him $90 million, which works out to $18 million a year. Now, not to cause problems, but that's a difference of $6 million a year between the two guys should also point out that that's more money than Troy Aikman made during his entire 12-year football career, in which he is a Hall of Famer as well. But quite a lot, uh, and quite a lot, in fact. In fact, during his 12 years with the Dallas Cowboys, Troy Aikman only made a combined $55 million. Now he'll make $35 million more than that in less than half the time. Together, ESPN has committed themselves to $155 million for the next five years for two guys to work one day a week. I'm sure if you're one of the hundreds and hundreds of former ESPN employees who were laid off from your jobs over the last seven years, this must be very intriguing information. They couldn't keep your $45,000 a year salary on the books, but they could, however, drop the mother load to get those two guys for more than 3,400 times what they were paying you. Now that has to feel pretty damn good. But hey, and of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. If you're going to invest a whole lot of time and money in a painting project, you want to do it right. You need guidance. Go to Rocky's. They'll be with you every step of the way, from planning the paint project to the paint itself to the party after you throw the whole, after you complete the job. Good people. 
paint people and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102. Prick on Rock 102. The fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting lost. No. Yes. They, yeah, you got to finish the line, Dave. Go ahead. That's Le- what it, yeah. Leon's getting l- larger. Yeah, there, there you go. Uh, it's very foggy out there this morning, so be very careful because uh, visibility is down to almost none uh, in certain parts of the Pioneer Valley. Going to be a high of 72 today. Tomorrow, rain with a high of 56. It's 46 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, our good comedian buddy on the line with us now. Paul Mercurio with back Steve and Dave. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Good. Okay. It's good to have you back. Uh, I mean... (laughs) Congratulations, by the way. I've been watching your uh, your podcast, Inside Out, with uh, Paul Mercurio. You're getting guests yeah. better than we're getting guests. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, no, you totally <laughs> are. <laughs> well, I, I, got, I, I got photographs of people, and I use them to, uh, you know, get them on my show. No, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've gotten some... Yeah, I had uh, Kevin Costner and Stephen Colbert and... Wow. And uh, Paul McCartney. Yeah. yeah how, how did that happen? The Paul McCartney thing. I, I was um, <laughs> I was working at the Late Show at the Colbert Report. I'm at the Late Show now. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and uh, <laughs> he was he was a uh, yeah. You know, I kind of stopped drinking at seven in the morning. And uh, he he was the guest on the show that day. And he had just finished rehearsal rehearsal. And I was like running to get into the studio. And I round the corner. And there's Paul McCartney standing in the hallway all alone with, like, a little Colbert Report T-shirt on, tucked into his jeans, standing against the wall, chewing gum, looking up at the ceiling like he's waiting for a bus. Like, all alone. Like, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It freaked me out. That was my same reaction. But you ever have that moment where you see something and you can't believe you're seeing it and your whole world slows down? I was like, oh, my God, it's Paul McCartney. (laughs) By the way, and I know comics say this all the time, this is all true for anybody listening. Okay, it happened exactly what I'm telling you. So I see him, and in my head, I'm like, should I say hi? Should I not say hi? And then I'm like, he's alone in the hallway without the security. He's like a gazelle on the Serengeti Plains, and I'm a lion. I'm going to pounce, right? <laughs> so, so I go, uh, I go over. I go, hey, it's a real honor to meet you. I'm so excited to see you today. And he goes, uh, and I and I start to walk away. And he goes, oh, wait, 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 come back, man, come back. I go, what? He goes, uh, what's your name? I go, Paul. He goes, oh, Paul, that's a good name. I'm like, I'll do the jokes, buddy. All right? Goes, Play your little love me do and make millions. Okay, this is yeah. all I got, buddy. I'm You're like, not here to do stand-up. <laughs> exactly. Who do you think you are? Right, right. And, uh, so I go, he goes, what do you do? I go, well, I'm stand-up. I work on this show and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, oh, I love stand-up. He goes, he, uh, and he starts saying, I knew uh, Richard Pryor. Yeah. He goes, you got a kid? I go, yeah. He goes, you tour, right? I go, yeah, I tour. It's tough, right? I go, yeah, it's tough. And I'm thinking, well, my touring is a little different than your touring. Like, <laughs> like what are you guys laughing at? What, I, my touring is like the Paul McCartney's touring. Yeah, but, I mean, so, you, you haven't been doing it for 65 well, years. Listen, uh, you're... No, I don't, I don't have a semi and a private plane. I have a... I have a, uh, I have a, uh, you have you an know, Uber. A, a spacer. <laughs> I have a, I have an Uber. Yeah. I have an Uber where I have to change the tire when it breaks down. And uh, so I basically, so as I'm talking to him, I'm just talking to him about like life and stuff. But as I'm talking to him, I'm like really cool on the outside. I'm like trying to be really cool, but on the inside, I'm like I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, sure, <laughs> like the girls at Chase Stadium, like out of my mind, right? Okay, so. 
as I'm talking to him, I'm getting closer and closer to his face. Because he looks amazing, and I'm checking him out because he's freaking Paul McCartney. Uh, right, yeah. And, right? And he's iconic. He's like, and, as, and I'm getting so close to him that he starts leaning backwards to get away from my – I was like the close talker in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I was that guy, right? I was, I was like so close that – do you ever see like the chimps on the National Geographic channel where they clean fleas off their mates? Like, yeah. I could have cleaned chicks off his eyebrows. I was like that close. Did he have fleas on the eyebrows? So then I'm like, yeah, exactly. It's like, so then I go, okay, I, I, I got to leave this guy alone. And I, and I say, okay, it was great to meet you. And I go into the bathroom and I call my wife and I'm like, Carol, you're not going to believe it. I just met. She goes, where are you? I go, I'm in the bathroom with the cold pair of She goes, oh, gross. What are you doing in the bathroom? <laughs> I go, no, it's not Tuesday. And um, <laughs> so, so I go, I go, so then I, I literally, I, I'm not, I, I am talking to her on the phone and I go, and then this, I blurt this out. I go, Paul McCartney should do my podcast. That's what I say to myself, right? Because I love to, basically my podcast is one-on-one interviews with people about what they do and how they do it. Because mm-hmm. I'm like a process geek. And especially when it comes to music, like I, I'm not musically inclined and I'm always amazed at people, how they make music. So I go and I knock on his dressing room door and I go, um, Listen, I, I'd love to talk to you about how you make music. Would you do my podcast? He goes, yeah, sure. Hmm. Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> That's now, awesome. I, but I know, but not really because I just crap <laughs> my pants, right? <laughs> because, because it's like, like anybody listening to you guys, there's that hot girl, that hot guy. Like You want to ask him out. You're... Mm-hmm. You know they're going to say no. They're above your pay grade, but you're going to ask them anyway. So on your deathbed, you know that you asked them. Instead, they say yes, and you don't have a damn plan. That was me. Right? <laughs> he, goes, he goes, yeah, sure. How would we do it? And I'm not making this up. I stand up. I'm standing up, and I start rubbing my right thigh and rocking back and forth. And I sound like this. I go, ah. Uh, 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 I'm, like, uh, I'm like Rain Man. I'm talking like Rain Man. I'm like, ah, uh, and I can't look at him. Like, I'm looking away. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I'll come to London. And he's like, we're in a room together in New York. Why would you come to London? <laughs> right. I'm like, and then he goes, is it easy to do? And I actually said to the most influential musician in the last century, um, uh, yeah, sir, I don't want to be a body. I know you're busy. It's really easy. You could do it on your phone, naked from your toilet. I'm like, oh my god! Wow. <laughs> what am I saying? So I go, look, I- I'm going to leave you alone. You got a show to do in a couple minutes. I'll go to one of your assistants and I'll get the information and we'll set something up. He goes, no, no, no. You and I'll do it. And this is the mind blow right here. He goes, I go, what? He goes, you and I'll do it. I go, what do you mean? He goes, they're just going to make it too complicated. You and I will just exchange phone numbers, <laughs> but when I call you, you've got to be ready to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm not making this up. I swear to God. So now I write my phone number on a post-it, and my hand is like shaking, mm-hmm. right? And I'm handing my post-it to Paul McCartney with my phone number on it. And I said to him, I'm not going to sleep with you, old man. And, uh, <laughs> and then I said, you're a beetle. I'm going to sleep with you, old yeah. man. And... Uh, <laughs> And he takes my number. I take his number. I leave. <laughs> he does the show, right? Now, I, I, don't, I can't even think straight at this point. I, I, got, I go do my thing that I got to do in, in the studio then, and shoot my thing. And then he does the show. 
Now, I'm also working at The Daily Show at the time that was two blocks away on the west side of, the, uh, of Manhattan, and I'm in the green room getting my bag together because I'm late, and my phone rings, and I don't recognize the number. I'm like, I don't have time for this, and I let it ring the voicemail. <laughs> and this is the message on my phone. Hey, Bones, Paul McCartney here. Uh, we'll ring you back in five minutes to do the podcast thing. I've got some time now. Otherwise, I'm going to run out of time. So if you're there at five minutes' time, you got me. Oh, that <laughs> wow. is so awesome. Cool. Right. Even right. if you didn't have him so, on for a podcast, just having the voicemail is awesome. Oh, I have, by the way, I have it saved in like 42 places. <laughs> yeah, 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 I bet sure. you do. It's <laughs> <laughs> got my computer, my wife's computer, the Library of Congress. Joe Biden has it in the nuclear bag. Oh. <laughs> so, so, just, so just to finish the story. So now I retrieved that message on 11th Avenue between 50, I'll never forget where, 52nd and 53rd Street. And I, I, I have my backpack and I hear the message. And I take, you know, like when, what is it? Like, uh, is it, uh, what's the one where it's like the, the shot put where you spin around? Like, Discus. I, yeah, the, my, I, right. I went, are you kidding me? And I took my backpack <laughs> and I spun around and I flung it down the street into 11th Avenue. And I'm like, and then I started screaming randomly. So if you saw me, you would have thought I was like a homeless guy talking to <laughs> <in> my head. Because <laughs> I, I literally just started going, are you kidding me? Green, <laughs> never get him back. And people are like, oh my god, this guy's out of time. <laughs> so anyway, the end of it. I get to the Daily Show, and we have like a private phone booth in there for private calls. And I call, and I had to stall him for like an hour because I had to get my studio to get a recording line. And you would appreciate this being in the business that you're in. And he and I call, and it was in L.A. And the guy, some like intern, gets on the phone. I go, hello? I go, yeah, I need a recording line right away. I got Paul McCartney for an interview, and he goes, oh, hold on. Uh, and he goes, uh, oh, there's somebody in the studio right now. Can you do it in like a couple of hours? And then I turned into this guy, snapped, and went, did you not hear me? <laughs> <laughs> I have I my have right. Party. I said, unless you have like Jesus Christ or John Lennon in that studio, get on out of there right now. <laughs> I got these Radio Shack microphones I've been dying to use, and Paul McCartney's going to be the first to use them. Exactly. That's such a great so. story. Time You're going to be at the uh, the Off Cabot Comedy uh, Club in Beverly, uh, the 25th through the 26th, and also uh, at Mohegan Sun uh, the first uh, weekend of June. So that'll be uh, it'll be great to see you. Paul, we got to run, but thank you so much, and best of luck to you. Hey, man. Great talking to you again. You bet. Paul Mercurio with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. This spring, Rock 102 celebrates an iconic duo, Bacon and Brood. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 7.30 and free all right now on Rock 102. You know, Steve Miller actually took that song and turned it into Rockin' Me. Check this out. Here's the beginning of All Right Now by Free that we just heard. Okay, here's Rockin' Me from Steve Miller. You put them both together, what do you got? How about that, huh? And Steve Miller, by the way, admits that 
He was inspired by All Right Now. Did you uh, <laughs> did you sit down yeah. with a pen and paper and mm-hmm. plot this whole thing out? I mean, it was did, this... did you also record that on your Radio Shack tape recorder? Was, was, clo- was a was a close and play maybe? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. No, just, just to give it a sense of nostalgia. Yes, I did. You gotta, thank you for noticing all that. You got to get out, and start mingling a little bit. You know, meet actual <laughs> yeah. people I am, to help break you <laughs> out of your funk. I am Although, trying to do that. Every day I come in here, I think my mind can't be blown any more than it already has, and yet you do it every day, Dave. Every, You're blowing my mind every day. It's a it's a new surprise. Thank you. We have news. now now when I hear those same songs played over and over and over again, I'll think of that every single time. Yeah, Where would be, you ever hear them played over and over again? I don't know. Right here, only on the Dave Coombs match uh, mashup. Yeah. <laughs> it's seven thirty one. News is next. To Rock one hundred two. Marion Excavating is the area's premier site work and paving contractor. It's 734 with back Steve and Dave on Rock 102. Well, that sneaks up on you. It certainly does when we're having very important conversations here. It's time for news brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. For the YankeeHomeImprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, speaking of news, we're going to have Brissetta Landaverde, the reporter from Western Mass News, join us in just a little while to talk about the sewage at the Roderick Ireland Courthouse. She was there the other day filing a report with video. So we'll have eyewitness sewage reporting. You got it. Nothing better, right? Ooh. Eyewitness poos. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, there you go. Yes. Meantime, police asking the public for help in locating a woman accused of stealing an employee's purse at a Western Massachusetts store. Apparently, the woman going behind the cash register at a Hampton County store taking the purse on a Sunday in Holyoke. Now, the Holyoke Police Department not identifying which store this is, but I thought you guys probably would have some guesses as to which store this might be since... It does not occur anywhere in the story. It doesn't say what, uh, even nope. what neighborhood in Holyoke it's it, at? It does not. Is there a picture? There is. But it's only a picture it looks like of sort of like the, the door. There it is right there. Uh, let me, let me just take that, take that phone. Is there phone uh, that looks like a, this is in Holyoke? That's what they said. Uh, I'm trying to. Th- oh, it's in the. It's. Uh, it looks like it's in the Macy's or something like that. It's okay. like it's in the mall. Somewhere. Something in the mall, huh? Mm-hmm. Something in the mall. That looks like a Macy's. Actually, it more looks like a like the Target or a J.C. Penney. Right. Well, I don't know. It man. could be any number of those stores. Ladies, watch your purses in those places. Yes, and if you have any information, you can call the Hol- Holyoke Police Department on that. Meantime, Chesterfield County, Virginia. A couple on the run for murder in Massachusetts, arrested there by police earlier this week. Happened at 4.44 p.m. Tuesday. Multiple 911 calls reporting a shooting in the city of Brockton, Mass. And they tracked down the shooters to Virginia. The first responders locating a male victim of the shooting, Brima Coroma, 24-year-old from Boston, suffering a single gunshot wound to the chest. Well, one, I don't think you should ever be terribly surprised if someone gets shot in Brockton. I think that's something that uh, we can all expect. Is that the home of Marvin Hagler, by the way? It is. It's also the home of uh, Rocky Marciano, too. And the Brockton Rocks minor league baseball team at one point. I don't know if that still exists or not. I don't know. But yes, Marvelous Marvin Hagler was was from uh, Brockton. 
The last known sighting of the pair of alleged shooters driving away from the scene of the shooting together in a blue sedan. And again, caught up to in Chesterfield County, where they now are in jail. Ah, the Bonnie and Clyde of Brockton, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, we got to get the hell out of here before the cops find us. (laughs) On the run from Brockton. (laughs) There's all kinds of reasons to want to step on it when you're driving through Brockton. Listen, let's get out of here. I think they're on to us. They know we're going. Let's go to Virginia, okay? That's Virginia. It's pronounced vagina, okay? Yeah, however you want to call it. Let's get in the car and get out of here. Speaking of the car, a woman in Manchester, England, out celebrating a friend's birthday last weekend, when they all started discussing the war in Ukraine, as a lot of us do. The 34-year-old says she'd already had a few, quote, double pink gins and shots of Zambuca. Oh, that will end well. Yep. When she drunkenly... Decided to take a taxi to Ukraine. That's right. From England to Ukraine. That's going to be a hell of a fare. She tried to order the cab through Uber, which was estimated to cost around $5,900. Yeah, but what's that in, like, American dollars? I don't know. She was turned down due to insufficient funds. She adds that her bank called her the next morning thinking her card had been fraudulently used and telling telling her that Uber had already tried to take the money nine different times from her account. Well, you know, if you, uh, in a situation like this, I got to believe your Uber rating gets very severely affected. Mm -hmm. I mean, mine's still a 492. Hers has got to be down to like a two. Yeah, uh, those people who have the perfect uh, Uber scores, I don't believe them. Well, I mean, I it's not they're faking it, or they're they're they have their friends be Uber drivers and rate them highly. I would have to see a screenshot to know to to yeah. totally believe it. Me too. Uber, by the way, is charging more now for gas too. There's like an extra surcharge that they're tacking on because of the price of gasoline. So if you're taking Ubers and Lyfts and stuff like that, expect it to be quite a bit more expensive than it would be normally. Still cheaper than taking a cab. I'll tell you that. Or renting a car. A regular cab ride? Forget about it. They'll 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 charge an arm and a leg. Someone in Frankville, Canada, stole a fork. Are they going to put it back? Hopefully. It's an actual fork in the road. Yep. The town council of Frankville, Canada, wants it back. It's a nine-foot-tall sculpture of a fork that they installed 2019 at this particular intersection where two roads converge. They think whoever stole it might be trying to sell the actual fork in the road as scrap metal. Ooh. Is a big giant fork. Yes, nine feet tall. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, you, know, you, you you see people who like steal street signs or uh, you know stuff like that. You know that makes that makes perfect sense, right? But how are you going to get away? Because those signs are all over the place. Mm-hmm. You got a nine foot fork. Yeah, everyone knows where you got it from, right? I, well, yeah, but it, but I guess if you're going to sell it for scrap metal, those people don't care where the scrap metal comes from or what it once was, giant fork or otherwise. It's like if you it's like if you stole like the big uh, totem pole outside Forest Park for the wood. Everyone's going to know where you stole it from. Right? Like it's like a, a stupid crime. Mhm. Too too difficult to be uh, identi- identifiable. Well, we'll have to watch the uh, black market on metal sales to see if it shows up somewhere. There you go. The Roderick Ireland courthouse has some issues as we know. We got mold 
We got sewage. And apparently the state trial court doubling down on its decision not to close the courthouse. We've got Briseida Landaverde right now from Western Mass News on the line, and she was at the courthouse the other day filing a report. Briseida, hey! Hey, Dave. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. On my, my new digs, Rock 102, with Bax and Steve. Say oh, hi. Say how are you doing, Briseida? Nice to see you, or hear hi. you. Hi, guys. Nice to hear you, too. I've, You're I've, so I've, lucky to have Dave. I feel, like our, I feel like our dad has taken us to work day here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you hear what she said? I, I think I'd make her repeat that. I, so, uh, yeah. Dave is the best. I stand by my word. Thank you. All right. Thank you, All right. Well, I, I guess we'll have to believe you. So, uh, yes, yes. So let me ask you this, uh, Briseida. When the assignment editor at Western Mass News say, hey, listen, we're going to send uh, you to this one place and you to this one place, but Briseida, we have got you working in raw sewage. Do you think at that point, hey, this this career choice is really working out for me? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I think this is working out for me. I have to, you know, go see what's happening here in Springfield. So many people are so concerned. You know, it's been an ongoing issue. So I go and I, I'm like, I have to do the best. You know, I take it by the horn. <laughs> well, you really get elbows deep into that yeah. uh, that raw sewage is basically what you're saying. Did you need special boots yeah. or anything like that to do this report? You know, I was not that fully prepared, but I guess in my career I should have everything in my car to go immediately, um, including boots. But uh, no, I did it. It's a very uh, crazy situation at the courthouse. Did, did it, it must have smelled in there uh, something horrible. So um, I went in myself to the restroom. I didn't um, particularly smell anything. Um, but I did talk to employees who were there that day. They said they, on Wednesday, um, and they said that they didn't. Um, but uh, I still also spoke to Cheryl Cook Rivera, the Hamden County Register of Deeds. And she said some employees, you know, who are concerned for their jobs, of course, and their well-being, did say they smelled like the sewage backup on Tuesday. And the trial court confirmed it was Monday. So that would make sense if, like, on Tuesday people smelled it and not so much on Wednesday. This is uh, Brissetta Landaverde from uh, Western Mass News on the phone. I don't care what anyone says, how anyone complains about their job. you got a building that is, uh, you know, suspected of having long-standing contamination issues with mold and, and other pathogens, and then now you have this uh, this sewage issue I, you know, I I know that the that the uh, the state has been kind of dragging their heels as far as really doing something significant to solve this problem. When you're talking to people inside the inside the courthouse, are they just are they are they, are they just so done with this? I mean, they must be so tired of going into this building day after day, knowing that it's just unsafe to work there. Yeah, I mean, you know, the biggest thing that everyone said on Wednesday is that they are disgusted. I heard that word from so many people. Just everyone I spoke to, I'm like, you know, what is your reaction to seeing the pictures or did you smell anything? And the word was just disgusted. They've been dealing with this for so many months now. You know, they've been calling for the building to be shut down. They know that that's a hefty ask. They're asking, you know, can you relocate us, you know, to other places? Can you, the, the labor union said that, you know, there's space at sick. Like, could you find us a different building? We're just asking to be accommodated. We're not asking to stop doing our job. You know, that's their biggest thing. They know that the courts have to operate. Everyone deserves their day in court. You know, they're very aware of that. And such dedicated employees, they're just like, we just want to be in a safe environment.
Understandable. Hey, hey, Bree, Steve asked me a question the other day. He asked me, was it the men's or the women's room? Yeah, was it the men's room or the women's room? I, I could uh, guess it would be the men's room because uh, guys like to do crazy things like shove paper towels down the toilet. Or a and, shoe. Yeah, something yeah, something really something weird. Like that, yeah. So blame it on the boys. I actually do not have the answer for that question. We didn't confirm. I believe it was two bathrooms. So I'm not sure if it was maybe both men and women or um, just one. Gotcha. That's an interesting question. We'll get. We'll look into it for you. See, That'll you be look, my next question for the trial court. Look at this, Bree. You start your week off talking about raw sewage, and now you're stepping right back into it at the end of the week. It kind of comes full circle for you. <laughs> Well, you know, you guys make it great uh, to talk about, you know, on the radio. I'm very enjoying this conversation today, this morning. <laughs> well, 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 Bree, well, you'll be our go-to gal when it comes to raw sewage and other local stories. Thanks for your time. Of course. Anytime, guys. Have a great Friday and be safe this weekend. You too. Thank you. Prasada Landaverde from Western Mass News. Very good. As far as the weather is concerned, and no, actually, uh, we're, we're not doing that anymore. I, maybe you didn't. <laughs> we're not doing it? No. Well, no, no. <laughs> The, well, this thing the for weather? the weather, yeah, it's like on hiatus apparently. <laughs> oh, sorry, well, I'm and glad I, I, got I just the memo on that. Yeah, well, I didn't get a memo either. I just got somebody telling me in my ear, and I just remembered it. So, oh, okay, ah, okay. Well, there well, you then go. It. So All dense right. fog this morning, low seventies for the highs today, mid fifties tomorrow with some showers and thunderstorms. Coming up next, now hear this on Rock One Hundred Two. I. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 752 in Queen on Rock 102. Back, gonna, Steve and Dave. Going to be, uh, it's foggy out there still, uh, so be careful. Uh, visibility is not that great, uh, but it's going to be mostly cloudy for the rest of the day with a high of 72. Tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 56. It's 46 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, everyone needs to grab a pen and write this date down. April 24th, the return of Bacon and Brews, brought to you by the Tommy Carr Auto Group and Dave Miner Exterior Home Improvement. The Log Cabin, again, hosting Bacon and Brews for a bacon and craft beer-themed bash. The last time we did it, the food was outstanding, and you can join us again. Uh, the Log Cabin chefs are already preparing the menu. There'll be a cash bar with a selection of uh, craft beers to, uh, to please the palate, plus live music from Alex 2E and the Cloud9 Band games and a whole lot of other stuff. Tickets are available right now at rock102.com. you got to be over 21 or older to attend, and you must have your positive ID along with you. Bacon and Brews, April 24th at the Log Cabin in Holyoke. Again, brought to you by the Tommy Carr Auto Group, Dave Miner, Exterior Home Improvements, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It is 7.53 on Rock 102. Now hear this. Now hear this. It's just the normal you hear me? You're only hearing what you want to hear. Now hear this on Rock 102 with back Steve and Dave in the morning. Our clips today, all about March Madness. And even though Indiana lost to St. Mary's in the big dance, there was a big save yesterday from an Indiana cheerleader when the basketball got stuck up on top of the backboard. And the ball is stuck. We've got an issue now. Let's get the cheerleader up. Get her up there. This is how you do it. Oh, she's got it. Oh, what a play. The cheerleader saves the day. This place is on its feet. The cheerleader is the hero in Portland. Young lady on top of the shoulders of a male cheerleader, reaching up, grabbing the basketball from the top of the backboard, putting it back in play. Let me tell you something. I had a couple of buddies of mine in school that were like the male cheerleaders. Mm-hmm. These guys, there was like a requirement 
like a like a, a like a, like a physical requirement they mm-hmm. needed. They needed to be like ridiculously strong sure. dudes. Yeah, like you, you could hold a woman over your head, mm-hmm. like uh, like you know, 110 pounds over your head. Yeah, you, these you guys have, are jacked. You could have good core body strength for it's, all that stuff. That's right. So, you know, I'm sure the cheerleader was the hero, but the dude holding her from the ground mm-hmm. is really the one who did most of the effort. I, I I had a buddy in college. He's a little guy. He was only like uh, he was shorter than that boss that we had uh, last year. That's <laughs> shorter than him, Lenny. Right. Yeah, I guess that's what his name was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, he was shorter than him, and he was like a, he was a gymnast. And this guy would and he would do the and it was this team gymnastics stuff where they would hold other people up above their head. This guy, little tiny guy, mm-hmm. had all this uh, little strength in him. Yeah, pretty impressive. Absolutely. So anyway, congrats to Indiana. Even though they lost the game, they won a lot of fans with the performance oh, from the show. There you go. Uh, clip number two for you here. It's a bundle. It's a bundle. It saves you money. That's Flo from Progressive Insurance. Mm. I play that clip because, really, we need to get to the bottom of whether or not we prefer Flo or Lily from AT&T. Oh, Lily from AT&T. Lily. All day I, long. I, I'm the other way. I... I I like Flo, and I like the sense of humor, and Lily's got no sense of humor, and I know she's got big uh, talent, shall we say, but she's covering him up now because she'd been objectified by lascivious male viewers. I think it's interesting how you're sexualizing these uh, two... uh, these two characters and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, I'm it's not sexualizing frankly. them. I'm not. Well, I, you just said uh, you'd uh, prefer Flo over. Uh, yes, over I didn't say. Did I say sex? Did no. I say sexually? I didn't no, say sexually. I, I, I think you know, for Steve and I, we would much prefer talking to a woman about our cell phone coverage than about <laughs> insurance. Insurance can be a little dry. I'm just saying, as NCAA March Madness heroines, I prefer Flo over Lily. You prefer the wet leather boot. Well, if that's the way you want to look at it, okay. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, if uh, given a given a choice, it would be Lily all day. Yeah. She looks like a Lily. Yeah, Flo is more like a, like throwing a hot dog down a hallway. I don't, I don't know, know that to be true. That is mm-hmm. uncalled for. Just like, uncalled for. Like waving a corn dog in the Astrodome. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> well, you brought you're, it up. You're, yeah, ac- yeah. you're accusing me of sexualizing things. Well, no, he's just, he's just popping visuals into your head. Oh, yeah, I like, see. That's All right. Right. Like, just, a, just, like a sock in the stairwell. Just food. He's, using, <laughs> he's talking about food then. Yeah. All right, I got it. Like a big bucket of fishing worms. Right. <laughs> it's 7.57. Again, I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that, Steve. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got the 102-second sports on Rock 102. And Adams are back, Stephen Dave and Rock 102. Uh, it is going to be, well, it's still foggy out there, so be careful because visibility is not that great. Uh, going to be a high of 73 today, though, and uh, tomorrow, uh, rainy with a high of 56. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. Just a little uh, preview of next week. Next week, we're, gonna be ta- we're supposed to be talking to a comedian, Lewis Black, and also Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. Pat Harrington da- died like years ago. Dee Snyder. The, not, the not, guy that used to walk around uh, Mrs. Romano's apartments. I, and, uh, I believe that built. was Schneider. D- yeah, I believe that was Dwayne was his first name. Oh, yeah, this I is, keep those mixed. This up is D Snyder. Sorry. Anyway, uh, he's got uh, he's got uh, some involved in a new project, a new album that uh, uh, apparently uh, memorializes Leslie West from Mountain, who died uh, oh. not uh, not that long ago. So uh, that's all coming up next week with back Stephen Dave. All right, so we're paying attention to March Madness. One of my favorite. 
March Madness occurrences of all time happened in 1991, March Madness. Oh, way back when. Yeah. My buddy Rich and I, big sports fans. I was living in Rochester at the time. He was living in Boston, where he still lives, by the way, with his mm-hmm. wife and three kids. I feel like I should be sucking on a Werther's original listening to this story. Well, go, go, <laughs> who's stopping you? We got the vending machine upstairs. <laughs> I don't think they have any of those candies. Go get one. But that was the uh, that was the year that uh, the Duke, uh, I believe, uh, lost to UNLV. Isn't that, uh, isn't that right? I think you're right. I think so. Uh, but I don't remember that detail, but what I do remember about that was how we watched March Madness, my friend Rich and I. So again, I was in Rochester. He was in Boston. He hadn't married his wife yet. I think I was not married at the time. So we really had no attachments. We loved watching college basketball together, and we decided to meet halfway to watch college hoops for an entire day. We oh, had, like Kenny Loggins, Meet Me Halfway. Yeah, kind of, and I don't even know what the hell that song is. But, it's from uh, Over the Top with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, well, excuse me. Yeah. By the way, uh, it, uh, Duke uh, beat the undefeated UNLV. I had it all tw- uh, gotcha. up there. But yeah, okay, go on. So anyway, we decided to meet halfway, which was about Albany, New York. Okay. Dear Penthouse. Yes. Well, just- I never thought something like this would happen to me. <laughs> oh, just wait. You're going to want to keep that phrase and bring it out again. Okay. All right. So we're not big drinkers, Rich and I. So we figured we're not going to go to a bar to watch the game. First of all, 1991, they didn't have like big screen TVs and stuff like that. So they did. And bars were really not that great an experience anyway. Plus, you'd be sitting in the bar all day buying drinks and stuff like that. You make this sound like that's a bad thing. It's not a bad thing, but we you know, we weren't wealthy at the time. We didn't have the money to spend on that, nor did we have the patience to hang out with people at a bar. Oh, thank yeah. God that's all changed. So we went to a grocery store in Albany. We loaded up on snacks and beverages, and we rented an hourly rate motel. All right. Okay. okay. So we go to check in. And the guy at the front desk looks at the two of us, Rich and I, and his golden retriever. He's like, okay. You brought the dog along? Exactly. We get into the room, heart-shaped bed, mirror on the ceiling. Perfect. Turn on the TV. March Madness. We are throwing and stuff, yell, yelling, screaming. The dog is barking uh-huh. like, just two, go for two. This, this sounds more like March sadness. What's going on here? It was, it was fantastic. The people in the other rooms had probably no idea what was going on in our room. Did you hear the other people in the room going uh, going at it with each other? Not with, no. shoot for two. Not with, yeah. you know, our, right. what was going on. We couldn't hear anything were going they, on. Were they pounding on the walls telling you two dudes with the dog to, to tone it down? <laughs> no. Maybe they were enjoying the show. I don't know. You know, but, you, I, I think there's probably a big part of this story that has, for, for whatever reason, has been... Uh, omitted, like uh, two dudes in an hourly yeah. rental mm-hmm. motel room with a dog. Yes. This sounds like there's some sort of illegal thread that's being uh, not discussed here. Like, you know, the kind of thing that any number of people would normally be arrested for. I'm not telling you guys anything more. I'm leaving it right there. You can use your imaginations. Get a load of this. Uh, <laughs> look at this guy. Get a load of this guy. <laughs> no, that's what the guy said to him. Hey, get a load of this. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah, look at there that. You go. Now you were talking. I'll fill out your bracket for you. you it, know, this, this, it, this. it was a cheap and entertaining yeah. <laughs> March Madness yeah. back in 1991. Well, you've, you've blown me away again, Dave. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just saying, you know. They, you yeah. know, first it's uh, first. <laughs> First, it's that damn ranch dressing day. Yes. And, and now you're hearing about uh, the kinds of things that. 
Dave Coombs likes to do with his friends in a motel room. An hourly rate motel room. Oh, uh, nothing but the best. See? <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> My guess is there's all kinds of uh, places on Riverdale Street that are locking their door to you <laughs> in the next couple of weeks. Well, you got the Springfield Inn. You got the... Uh, I think I, I think Elsie's is under new management. You got the Is It Inn yet? <laughs> yeah, then you got the... Ooh, that's a good... That's... Never got in. Yeah. Is it in? Yeah. Yeah. That's all, all, the, all, all, all of them down the, there. The all in the, and out and right. Yeah, all the right. way in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once the LC Motel was gone, that was it. <laughs> That's right. You could, have been, you could have been a frequent flyer at any of those places. Well, I'm glad you could share your uh, well, your story right. of your March Madness. I mean, you got, can you match that, guys, with your March Madness stories? I, I mean, have, come on, man. I, I can't say I've ever got an hourly motel with another dude. Did you get one with a, with a woman? Because I've never been in an hourly rate motel. For any reason, not to Except watch a bas- not to watch a basketball game. See, you got a good story to tell. You got to go to the. Uh, you got to meet your buddy over at the Creative Pines Motel in Chicopee. Yeah, okay. that's the one you got to go the, the, to. The two, the two of you in the jungle room would probably uh, yeah. feel right at home. Well, and he's got a new dog now, new puppy dog. By the way, this would be two golden retrievers ago for my buddy Rich. Is puppy dog a euphemism for something else? <laughs> <laughs> whatever works for Are you, you Steve. sure. Whatever, whatever works for you. By the way, the dog at the time was named Kramer in honor of. Seinfeld. How about that? Mm-hmm. I, uh, I This is my favorite uh, sports tournament of the year. My mm-hmm. favorite sporting event of Me the too. year is, is the uh, yeah. the NCAAs. I love it. But if I were interested in watching all the games, I probably wouldn't say, hey, there's a Motel 6 down the street that's screaming our name. Let's... I probably wouldn't go down that road. Well, there's, other, be- there's loads of places I could go now. Lots of bars with big TVs. There are rest- now. Restaurants that have TVs. There are now. Just saying, Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> not, in, not in Dave's world. It's, well, uh, hey, uh, you know what? Uh, you want to go meet Dave at a motel? 293-1021. We'll open up the phones and see if anybody wants to go. Hey, your him. favorite motel yeah. with Dave stories. That's what I'd like <laughs> yeah. to hear. Tell me what happened. Yeah. Let's open the phones uh, up. Uh, hourly get rate, them in. Hourly rate motel <laughs> yeah. stories. Okay. Absolutely. Sure. No, 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 right. ones that involve specifically you. I mean, you've been through this area <laughs> long enough. I All mean, right. uh, there's got to be somebody out there that has a yarn to spin. Wrong answers only. <laughs> it's seven, 817 with back Steve and Dave. I'm going to be, uh, well, it's foggy this morning, and uh, that's going to break up. And then the high is 73 for today. It's 47 in downtown Springfield. We're talking about my hourly rate motel experience years ago, watching hoops with my buddy Rich, taking your phone calls. Hey, Rock 102, who's this? Uh, Rock 102, who's this? Hey, this is uh, Jim. Hey, Jim. Uh, Jim. Yeah, we're going with Jim today. <laughs> All right. Hey, is uh, Dave available for a hotel room later today to watch a little basketball, we'll call it today? Basketball? <laughs> um, you uh, know, it, in. It, it depends, Jim. What are you wearing? Uh, whatever you want. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, Nagel, bring yeah. your dog along, too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My dog's not a horse, sir. <laughs> well, you could just your dog could just could just watch, I suppose. Rock one hundred and two. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, good morning. This is Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey, what's up? Well, uh, I wanted to. You guys are talking about hotels there on mm-hmm. Route yeah. Five. Mm-hmm. Are you about yeah, to creep yeah. us the hell out? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> no, no. I found uh, two uses for them. Uh, the first use was uh, when a friend of mine uh, 
we got an eight ball and we got a room for about an hour. Yep. And, uh, yep. You know, just uh, used a safe place, but we thought the cops were coming the whole time. Mm-hmm. Sure, of course. The, a little paranoia. And, well, I, I guess so, yeah. 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 And, and the then, second uh, thing? <clears throat> and then the second time was after this girl that I met doing uh, community service. After she was uh, done with the program, we went there and uh, we enjoyed each other. With another eight ball? A few t- uh, a few times. Actually, no, no. Uh, that time it was uh, 420. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Much not, more relaxing. And that's not the motel room number, is it, right? Uh, I don't remember that. <laughs> well, yeah. And was there a dog involved? No, no dog that time. Okay. Oh, All right. That's too bad. Well, hey, listen, thank you very much for the call. Yeah, pretty pretty traditional use of there of a hourly rate motel. You I don't know, know if... Uh, well, go ahead. No, you're good. Well, I don't know if you uh, were aware of this, but uh, ever since you told your story about the you and your uh, your buddy yes. getting the hourly rate motel, yes. did yes. you realize that today is a National Awkward Moment Day? <laughs> I did not. Yeah, it is. March 18th. Apparently, they do this every year. All and right. uh, boy, that snuck up on us. We had an awkward moment and didn't even know it until someone told me, hey, it's on National Awkward Moment mm-hmm. Day. Go well, figure. since February 28th, every day has been... <laughs> National Awkward Moment Day. February Here. 28th. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the day was, we started. Yeah. yeah, yeah there you there go. You see? Go. There you yeah. are getting it now. See? Are we going to start counting anniversaries, uh, by the way? Let's well, not get ahead of ourselves. Might not even get to one. So. <laughs> it's 827 News is next on Rock 102. WAQI is looking. 830. With back, Steve and Dave on Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news, and here's Dave Coombs. So, latest in Ukraine, Russia still bombing that country, hitting airports, civilian areas, and the rest. And on Capitol Hill here in Washington, D.C., the House voting overwhelmingly yesterday to suspend normal trade relations with Russia and Belarus. And President Biden saying the aim is to further weaken the Russian economy in response to its military assault on Ukraine. The U.S. has already taken steps to shut off the importation of Russian oil, liquefied natural gas, seafood, alcohol and diamonds. And the vote yesterday sets the stage for making it more expensive to import other items like steel, aluminum and plywood items, among other goods. What kind of uh, seafood are we getting from uh, from Russia? I, 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 that one caught my eye as well, Bax. I was wondering about that. I mean, there are coastal cities in Russia, I guess, right? Where I they, guess. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got kind of our own seafood here. I mean, yes. I mean, I mean, other than caviar, I can't think of anything else that the, that we really need them for. Yeah, Russians are known for caviar, aren't they? They oh. are, and, I, and, I, and I'm not known to be ordering any. Mm-hmm. A lot of our seafood, though, is like, uh, you know, bought from other countries it we is? don't do a lot yeah a lot of it's like a lot of japanese oh yeah fishing boats and all and all those things that are that are off the the coast of the cape you know right mm-hmm. and a lot of them are farm raised shrimp when you buy shrimp you know like a lot of that stuff is not really done here in the u.s yeah but i don't think like uh, say like a red lobster is gonna suffer because of uh like a boycott of, of, of Russian seafood. Red Lobster is going to suffer on their own because of the things they serve up describing that is right. seafood. But you wouldn't blame the Russians for it. I don't know. I didn't Vladimir Putin. <laughs> I could blame him for another thing. I bet you could. You know? Russia has a lot of soccer, of course, and they're supposed to play a World Cup qualifying match against Poland Thursday. Ain't going to happen. That's off. 
Ain't going to happen. FIFA, the governing board of international soccer, put a freeze on that game and any Russian soccer games. And Russia tried to intercede and ask for an injunction on that. Denied. So Russian soccer probably out of the World Cup at this point. Wow. By the way, not for nothing. I mean, we haven't really done a whole lot about that uh, that Brittany Griner story. Mm-hmm, yeah, because she's still stuck there. Apparently, right. uh, she was in contact with people in the in the U.S. She says she's fine, mm-hmm. but you know what a what a crap show that is. I think she's in deep trouble. I you know I think so too. I mean, I, you know, you wonder well, you know, why was she traveling, you know, with uh, with hemp oil? Well, okay. I mean, I I suppose. You could uh, claim that uh, that was that might have well, been a mistake, but nevertheless, you know she's stuck there for the duration of this thing. Probably she has herself to blame. What's her defense on that? Because this could have been just set up by the Russian government, it, especially if you're going into a uh, international crisis. I don't think there's any question that you know she was using hemp oil for like for like CBD purposes or something like that. I mean, there was like a health mm-hmm. you know thing uh, associated with the hemp oil, but. You know, it's 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 not legal all over the world, and that's what they're holding her back for. Well, and if if I were her or anybody else, I'd be very careful when I'm entering a country like Russia about what I had in my suitcase. You know, I mean, you might want to exercise a little caution there. Yeah. I'm just thinking out loud here. Uh, apparently, her detention has now been extended yep. to May 19th, so she won't even, at the very least, she won't get here. Be won't get back home before then. Well, all I can say is be safe when you're traveling to other countries in general and maybe not have hemp oil in your suitcase. Russia's Vladimir Putin, by the way, is famous for his reliance on Botox to make himself look younger. And apparently he's going to be cut off from the popular wrinkle treatment thanks to the war that he has waged against Ukraine. U.S. drug maker AbbVie, which owns the cosmetic medicine, announced it's halting operations inside Russia. And as a result... Putin's supply of Botox is going to be cut off. The company joining a growing list of pharmaceutical outfits cutting off supplies to Russia. Well, you have to admit that at nearly 70 years old, he's practically wrinkle-free. He does look, yeah, he's got, the skin is in pretty good yeah. shape. But yeah, just, I mean, he, he looks, his skin looks supple mm, and uh, smooth, and well hydrated. No five o'clock shadow? None. None at all. Big business yesterday here for local bars and liquor stores on St. Patrick's Day. And, of course, that's going to extend into the St. Patrick's Day weekend right? with activities in Holyoke and elsewhere. And according to a survey from WalletHub, numbers show a more than 170% increase in beer sales on St. Patrick's Day. That's just across the board in general, regardless of geographic location. This is good news because I was so worried about the package stores not uh, doing enough business over a drunken St. Patrick's Day weekend. Uh, you know, I really, uh, you really have to worry about that. I went. To, I, I told you I went to go get uh, my four pack of Guinness to make that corned beef yesterday. Yeah, they gave me a free glass. Wow, buying a four pack. I'm like, man, that's great. I mean, I, I could you could always use an extra glass to drink stuff out with, of. With the Guinness logo on it? Like yes. One of, yeah, right. Very nice. Yeah. I uh, I told you, I went to the, uh, I think it was the Westwood Pub years ago where we had a promotion with the radio station. Guinness was there, and they were etching glasses. They had a machine that was hmm. etching the glass, and you could get put your own name on the glass. Sweet. 
I chose the term stomach pancake, and they put it on the glass for They me. did, really? And I still have that uh, put away in my hutch. Oh, man, what the a collectible. stomach pancake glass. That's great. They don't have as many regulations for what you can print on a glass as opposed to, say, a license plate or something like that. No. You know no. what? One year, uh, I think it was uh, Evan Williams Bourbon, like the, uh, the, ch- the cheap version of Jim Beam is what it was. <laughs> they had this thing where you could write them in and get a label printed for Christmas, mm-hmm. so you could you could make your own custom you know uh, label for yep. this this particular bourbon. You could give gift the bottle of bourbon to somebody. Well, uh, they had like all these algorithms that would catch like the f word, or it was mostly like swears, right? And uh, I just said, uh, I hope th- I just wrote, I hope this bottle brings you. Uh, season after season of domestic disputes, <laughs> and they printed it, and I got it. I actually have the sticker of it. And, oh, that's great! Uh, yeah, every once in a while, it'll pop up on my Facebook memories, and I'll share oh, it again. And uh, man, that is good nice. times. That is nice. Yeah, but you know, this weekend, uh, listen, I know there's going to be a lot of people out in Holyoke for the road race tomorrow mm-hmm. and for the parade, and I just want everybody to 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 remember uh, that uh, no matter. How thirsty you might be, it's okay to say no after seventeen drinks. Okay, it's just okay. It you don't you don't have to get so drunk that you fill the entire Holyoke Canal with vomit. It just you don't. It's it's, it's not already, required. The Holyoke Canal already has enough vomit in it. I know. That's what I'm saying. And every the, other bodily fluid that you can it, think of. It's not a competition. You know, pace yourselves. No wagering. No wage. Well, there's going to be wagering, <laughs> okay. but I'm just saying that the, just let's all pace ourselves. Let's not get crazy out there. And you, you mentioned the road race, which is tomorrow. And of course, the parade itself is on Sunday. And you guys have been pointing me toward that road race as the party of the year. So I'm going to try and get You got to go that. right down to Francie's right at the start line. Yep. That's it. And don't, and don't worry about you know who's going to win the road race. Nobody cares who wins the road race. What really matters is you're down there, you're binge drinking, okay. you're getting loaded. That's what really matters. Wait, aren't there runners who care about winning the road race? Most of the runners are drunk or really? they come back. Are and there, that's, are there no serious runners to this race? Oh, there's there's some... serious runners, but they all still drink. Yeah, and those aren't the kind of people you want to hang out anyway. Right. Because by the time you get you finish the race, that's when they get drunk. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of, it comes in waves. The Holyoke Parade, by the way, does begin Sunday at 11.10 a.m. And apparently... All the news outlets, Western Mass News, 22 News, MassLive.com, they all have the parade route in case you've forgotten or don't know the parade route. I always forget what it is. It goes down Route 5 and well, then see, down the other well, let's thing. Let's see how you do. I got it right in front of me. All right, I, you ready? It starts know. at the Kmart Plaza. Yes. And then you go uh, north on Route 5. Uh, which is Northampton Street? Uh, yes. Okay. And Then, uh, then you take a right on? On to... Uh, is that Lower Westfield Road? No, 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 no. God, no. That, uh, that High Street? Initials BS. I don't know. It's where the Yankee Peddler used to be. Initials B- Whatever that street is. BS. Oh, yeah. right. BS. Beach Street. Beach Street. Beach Street. Then, and you go down Beach and then... Then, then, then the marchers go by what prominent... Site Holyoke High School. Very good. Yeah. Wow. You and do then, know uh, your stuff. That, like, I don't know what. I said I don't know the street names, but I know it goes down that street in front of the high school. Well, man. You're doing great so far. You can you continue down Beach Street past the high school. You take a right turn on uh, High Street, uh, App- Appleton Street. Appleton. Okay. Okay. And then I, I, and then you turn onto High, high Street. Street. You right, got okay. you, you nailed them, Steve. No, I, am, I didn't nail it. I, I am so glad you didn't ask me because <laughs> every time I've gone down. Every time I've been in the parade, I was too drunk to remember the names of the streets. Well, 
Uh, by the way, uh, the the parade ends on High Street at the intersection of uh, that's High uh, and uh, Dwight Street. No, Hamden. Very good. There, oh, you, there go. you go, Bax. Yeah. High and Hamden. All right, better late than never, Bax. Good job. Uh, Irish flag raisings, by the way, occurring in Springfield and Chicopee and other communities yesterday. And because of the coincidence of St. Patrick's Day with March Madness, vasectomies spiking, 50% greater than normal. Guys what? choosing to do that, so they have an excuse to sit there and watch basketball for four straight days. Or oh, is that what the whole thing is? We talked the, about that before, yeah, didn't we? That's the, the whole thing. You get to... You get the vasectomy on a fr- on a Friday, mm-hmm. and then you spend the next couple of days, uh, you know, watching basketball with a bag of frozen peas on your groin, and uh, hope they tell you that two days later everything should be right as rain. Yep, doesn't quite work out. Quite oh, you've way. you've done yeah. this before. Oh yeah, it uh, was at least a good five days before I could take the before I could take the bag of peas off myself. One of the uh, the best advertisements I've seen for a vasectomy place was down in Florida, of all places. And it was a big billboard on the side of the highway, and it says, 18 years of payments or one payment for 18 minutes. There you go. You decide. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there you I go. thought that was pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Uh, frozen peas, by the way, way up sales of that, as well as the vasectomy spiking by 50% or more. So, uh, hey, for you guys who are doing it, I've never done it, but Steve, did you, have you done the vasectomy or not? Huh? I, no, I haven't done the vasectomy. I have not. So, Bax, congratulations! Well, there you go for controlling no. the population. I was uh, I was married. I believe my testicles got burned up in the with my <laughs> wife when they put her in the <laughs> yeah the ashes. I Did, think they're in there. Uh, see, once I got my back, I decided to have yeah. them clipped. She used to wear them as earrings. <laughs> Dense fog this morning, giving way probably as we speak. Low seventies for the highs today, mid fifties tomorrow. Showers and thunderstorms are likely. I tomorrow. like how you don't acknowledge things that make you wildly uncomfortable. Yeah, well, <laughs> if you don't, re- you don't respond, yeah, then it didn't yeah, happen. Yeah, I've reached my limit on that for today. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it's back, Steve and Dave on Rock One Hundred Two. Associated Bill. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8.50 and Collective Soul with back Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Uh, uh, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, well, the fog will taper off and it's going to be a high of 73 today. It's 47 right now in downtown Springfield. All right, so guys, remember we did that story earlier in the week about the teddy bear that had the vial of ashes on the inside of it. The teddy bear had been mistakenly donated. Uh-huh. So the woman trying to get the teddy bear back on the phone with us right now with an update, Mary Kirk. Mary, what do you got? Okay, I just wanted to let everyone know that the reward is now $200, and I feel that the person who has this does not have um, social media, and so perhaps have a conversation with your neighbors or anybody who you know that may have sent favors, and um, you know, try to see what you can do to help me. Now this is the, just to just to, to kind of reset the the story here. This is the uh, the, the teddy bear. It had it included uh, ashes from yes. your dad, right? From your dad, from, from right? Dad. Yes. yes. Okay, and and for whatever reason, it was it was taken probably innocently, hopefully, and uh, without anyone realizing that you know this there may be something along with this uh, teddy bear. And, and has anyone given you any? Any uh, any hints or called you or said we may have it? I have had 
The only thing I've had is I had an employee say that she did see it on the floor, but when she went back to go look, it wasn't there anymore. And, and again, that location where it was donated was where? Savers at 135 Memorial Avenue in West Springfield. Hopefully someone will alert somebody that it's yours. Thank you very, very much. Now, can I just ask you one quick question? You can ask. Have you strangled your husband over this for donating the bear when you didn't want him to? No, 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 no. He's he's already he's already lived up to his legend. He throws things away all the time. <laughs> Don't we all? And this is just another yeah. thing. What's his name? Bob Kirk. Thanks a lot, Bob Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> See the trouble you've gotten us into, Bob Kirk. All right, well, well, good luck, Mary. I, I hope you find this thing, and uh, and best of luck to you and your family. All right, thank you very much. Sure. And I hope we can help locate that. That's that'd be very, that yeah. would be cool if we could. Uh, hey, uh, just uh, so you know, the uh, the Western Mass Home and Garden Show is next weekend at the Big E, uh, March 24th through the 27th. We happen to have a four-pack of tickets to the Western Mass Home and Garden Show. You can find out more information at the westernmasshomeshow.com website. Uh, 10th caller right now at 293-1021. Those tickets will be yours a home and garden show that's a good show it is a good show Uh, it's where uh you know because spring is in the air and you're gonna want to you know i believe next week spring starts oh that's right time to go to the home and garden show there you go speaking of good shows you know we have our our best of show i guess debuting tomorrow morning right here on rock 102 but we we haven't really did we decide on a name for it or not did we do that Oh, it's the ah, best of the best of the last two minutes and to <laughs> mm-hmm. the tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's like a little, I don't know what we'll call it. We'll call it something, mm-hmm. and that'll be tomorrow between uh, 6 and 10. We'll just call it uh, um, contractually obligated things we need to do on a Saturday. How about that? I like the sound of that, yeah. actually. Or maybe just some stupid name like Rufus. George. So, tomorrow morning on George. Yeah, what about George? Yeah, we could do that too. Yeah. Yeah. Just we'll thinking. F- we'll People figure out something. Forcing us to do something. <laughs> <laughs> it's 854. We're back, Steve and Dave and Rock 102. Bracket busted. You could still be chosen at random to win a $200 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Hamden. Pizza the way you like it. It's Rock 102's Bracket Brawl, presented by the new Bud Light Seltzer Hard Soda, Geo's Pizzeria, and Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Join the T-Birds on Friday, March 18th as they face Lehigh Valley at 7. Arrive at 6 for the MGM Springfield pregame concert series and a visit from Philadelphia.